LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we're going to be discussing something we talked just a few episodes ago, and we're going to be considering some inexpensive ways to develop a team. So what are we talking about here? Well, this, you know, COVID produced a lot of strains on budgets and that sort of thing, but uh, there's always... There are always seasons in an organization where budgets are stretched, things are tighter than usual. And as we talked about in the previous uh, episode, a lot of times leadership development is one of those things to get cut. And it's it's really the wrong thing to do, because if you're not developing your people, you're going to fall in a, into a further hole. And so you got to keep developing even on tight budgets. And this would be uh, maybe small church plants or businesses that are that are new or a nonprofit that's new or just small and they don't have the budget of a large you know organization so what are some inexpensive ways to develop people on your team could be volunteers and so that's what we're talking about there's 10 of them all right so 10 inexpensive or in some cases less expensive ways to offer development for your team so what's number one bring in a leader it's uh, it's way cheaper sometimes to bring somebody in rather than paying all the expense of, of attending a conference. Find someone who can speak to your team, and uh, and you may have to pay their expenses. You may not have to, uh, but bring the leader into your team. You know, I, I we did this. Um, uh, one of the my favorite example of this is um, it, when we were in the church in Lexington. I asked our banker. He owned the bank, and it was a ma- major, major, major bank in in uh, Kentucky. And I asked him to come in and do a presentation to our of his leadership principles to our staff. He brought the, his entire team with him. Wow! And and he uh, gave this incredible presentation of their vision and their objective, all this sort of stuff. It was like, wow, we just got schooled in leadership and I was just asking him to come talk to our team and and then he dropped a nice little check in the offering plate you know uh, for because he had never been asked by church to do that wow uh, but bring the leader into to, to you and it, a lot of times so that didn't cost us anything it actually made money for us and added value to our team I also love what you said there and you know there might be somebody even in your church. Yeah. And what I just love what you just said was he'd never been asked mm. to do that at a church. Yeah. So as much as it's developing your team, it's also utilizing those yeah. in your church That's as well. That's exactly right. Also, just want to give a shout out. If you want to bring in a leader, Ron is available. There so you go. There you go. <laughs> well, all right. Number two. Uh, send a representative. So you may have to draw names to decide who gets to go, but send one person to the conference and let them bring back the information and share it with the team. And I would say this, if you're going to invest money in your people attending a conference, always draw something out of them. Always give them a chance when they come back to report what they learned, what they saw, what they uh, observed. Send them with the instructions that you're going to ask that of that of them. Otherwise, they won't be looking with the same eyes. But say, hey, be our scout and see yeah. what we need to learn and let them come back and share. One of the things we have been discussing is we, you know, whether we do cohorts, events with with church leaders, uh, we're talking specifically with young leaders, something that could be helpful is, hey, you're going to come to this cohort 
But we also want you to dialogue with your superior. Maybe it's your senior leader. If you're the senior leader, the elder team. Yeah. And we would actually provide whoever that is with a list of questions. Yeah. And it's not, it's an hour long, but, you know, send a representative, but hey, maybe your whole team is going, but just in the same way, dialogue with it afterwards. That's That's right. What about number three? Read a book together. Sounds simple, but, you know, I was involved uh, in a book club, leadership book club uh, once, and we read several different books, but it was the energy in the room bouncing off of the book that made the book experience even better. Other people on the team pulled things out that I missed. Mm. I've done that with teams almost on an ongoing basis. We always are going through something together. It's a really easy, inexpensive way to develop leaders. What are your... Okay, I'm going to give you a plug real quick. Number one book, I was going to say your top three books that you'd recommend, but I'm going to go ahead and recommend your book, Seven Myths of Leadership. So start with that one, everybody. <laughs> but if you were going to say, hey, if you just wanted maybe three leadership books to start with, what would you recommend? Wow, that's that's right on the spot, right? Yeah, that's tough. I, I would say, um, because I don't want to miss any, you know, that are great out there um, and because there's so many, you know, I'll mention the one that came up. Most recently, um, for me, that was impactful is A Fearless Organization by Amy Edmondson. No relation to me, a Harvard business professor, but I would say that's one. Uh, I love Larry Osborne's book, Sticky Teams, and and those sort of things. All of those books, Sticky Church, Sticky Teams, they're great. Totally recommend them. Any of the... Uh, you know, Andy Stanley's got great leadership content and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, John Maxwell has so many. I mean, there's just so many. Um, I love, uh, and I don't know if this is a team book as much, but I love uh, Chip and Dan Heath and some of the stuff that they do. Yeah. Uh, so I would recommend any of their books. Patrick Leoncini and his books. I mean, they just go on and on and on and on. Um, I don't know... I think it, it, so. I'm, I'm not to push back on your question. I think it's a fine question, and you're looking for uh, books. I think any of those will work. Um, I'm still sticking with Seven Myths of Leadership. Obviously, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But honestly, I think the process of doing it is more valuable than the book that you did. That's good. Be, simply because it gets the team talking and developing, and sometimes the book is simply a trigger for the own your own ideas that are already in the room. Yeah. That's very, that's good. What about number four? Use local resources. Um, and that's kind of what we talked about before, but most likely they're businesses or universities that are close by in your community. They have leadership development uh, people already on their team that are willing to come invest in your team. Uh, none of us live too far from some sort of university setting. You know, if you were within a couple of hours, they'll come and, and perhaps do that. So look to them as, as a resource as well. And outside of local resources, what about number five? Online or teleconference. You know, if COVID taught us anything, we can do things online. <laughs> so uh, maybe you can't arrange to bring somebody into your building, but you can have them come to your team via te- uh, the, the computer and, and, and the internet. You know, I I have done that now so many times with um, with churches and other, uh, a, a couple of businesses where they said, hey, could you do a, a Zoom call with us for an hour? And sure, no problem. Easy access, and most of us can afford to do that. What about number six? Pull your resources. And all of these ideas, put them together, and maybe you join forces with another church. So, for example, let's say you're going to bring somebody in. 
uh, and they're a high-level leader and you can't necessarily afford all of them, go together with five other churches and bring all the staffs together and let them come in and everybody shares a dime, uh, you know, a piece of that puzzle. And it's just a lot cheaper that way. That's great. We actually did a lot of uh, leadership pipeline events. We still do it with uh, churches coming together saying, hey, we like that in our area. Yeah. So we, okay. we've seen that. Exactly. What about number seven? Visit other churches. That It could be... Uh, one of my favorite ways to develop our teams is we take our teams, our our staff, to other churches. Um, and and if you're uh, in the business world, so this is or nonprofit, visit other nonprofits, visit other businesses, uh, find somebody that will allow you to come in, learn from them, and they'll learn from you. And you just do peer learning uh, with them. Uh, so. In visiting other churches, for example, we have done that where we go with the same size church. We've done that where we go with the church that's the next size up, and we just take our entire team and everybody meets with them. And and uh, it's it saves, and we're still spending the same that we might spend on a conference, and yet we're spending it on the travel and stuff to get there. We don't have the conference fees. And the other thing we don't have is, um, or the other thing that we have is we are able to. Um, um, the 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 camaraderie of that during the seasons together is a lot better than sitting in a conference room sometimes. Yeah, big auditorium. Now that's normally throughout the week. You're not. Have you ever done that on like at a Sunday morning? We've sent people. Okay, but not gone as a team. Yeah, gotcha. What about number eight? Learn from each other, and uh, you know the the chances are the team has something to offer, and this is just. Um, this is part of good leadership is where as a leader you draw out the best that people have to offer this is where you become a good facilitator and you facilitate conversations that hey let's develop ourselves and let's ask let's throw some questions up on the board let's ask some things and draw that out of the room and and allow that to develop each other this next one sounds fun what's number nine scavenger hunt it is one of my favorite things to do it's where i just assign each team member to find the best development idea they can find out there and share it with the rest of their team it could be because of a book they read or or some church or some organization that they're looking at some new idea that they read online but they come back to the team and you know it it becomes like a a friendly competition where i'm going to try to find the best idea out there you also don't want your idea to just flop and you'd be like i'm totally unprepared (laughs) it's like the group project where you're like oh gosh (laughs) exactly so just assign a scavenger hunt it's a lot of fun what about number 10 trial and error the best development may be putting some things in place and taking a few risks and seeing how they work Mm. Uh, people develop that way you know they they learn by doing and so give some people chances to um, to try some new things, and they will develop by doing so. Hmm. Well, thanks for listening. We hope this has been helpful to you. Maybe you can pick up one of these and utilize them this week or this month to be able to develop your team. And if you're enjoying these episodes, please help us continue providing them by liking, sharing, reviewing, subscribing. It really helps other leaders like yourself find the podcast so that they can tune in as well. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.